Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man, qualified, aka the Black Ric Flair, aka the Black American Dream, aka the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Boys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, how are you doing? Welcome back for another episode of World Champion of the World Podcast. This week was brutal for me personally. Uh, this is the first uh, first time I'm recording the show this late. As a result of that, with everything I had going on, unfortunately, Ring of Honor and, you might have guessed it, MLW not on the show this week. The last time that's happening, I promise. Uh, but anyway, let's get into it. SmackDown is the only show that I watched on the day where it actually comes on. Thank God for the DVD. Help me keep up with everything this week. So let's jump right into it. The show starts with The Miz, Maurice, and the baby. Arriving to the arena. All right, we do the show open. And Randy Orton is in the ring next. Video recap of Nakamura beating Jeff Hardy at Extreme Rules. Um, And Randy Orton's brutal attack on Jeff Hardy last week. Um, Let's see here. Video package ends and Orton starts off by blaming us, blaming the fans for what he did. It's our fault, guys. You, that Jeff Hardy fan who was crying when Randy Orton was dragging him around by the hole in his gauges, it's your fault. Orton did this because of you. Why? He says he's been around for six... Says he's been around for 16 years, okay? 16 years, long years. He's set the table that everybody's eating at. It's all Randy Orton. It's all Randy Orton, okay? Uh, now, um, he says that, um, he's no indie darling, alright, says he started his career as the legend killer, yeah, that's right, uh, started his career as the legend killer, but the fans, the fans are the real legend killers, that was a hot line, alright, Randy Orton got bars this promo, um, he says, he says, I'm gonna end Jeff Hardy's career, people, says it just like that, alright, just, just stating facts, Randy Orton delivering the big facts, straight to you what's that ding 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 fact delivery from randy orton okay uh randy orton says uh you only need to call him three letters r k and drops the mic and lets us say the o all right uh fire fire promo from randy orton uh next up we got uh, back. From, we go to a break. Back from the break, uh, they let us know that we're gonna find out AJ's SummerSlam opponent tonight. Uh, video recap of WWE's announcement of the All Women's Pay Per View. WWE Evolution. Uh, we'll get into that announcement when I get to Raw a little bit later. Uh, Rusev Machka. Rusev's music hits. Uh, Rusev comes to the ring with Lana. No Aiden English in sight. Um, 
the show flashes back uh, earlier today. Uh, uh, Cien Andrade, Cien Almas, and the beautiful Zelina Vega are arguing with Rusev and Lana. Uh, Almas thinks he should be AJ's opponent at SummerSlam uh, after that match that he had with AJ. Uh, even though AJ did beat him, I'd say that uh, Almas, if they're doing some kind of If they're, uh, if they're doing some kind of multi-man uh, contender decider, I would say I would say that uh, Almas has earned his way into uh, into that multi-man uh, decider, but it doesn't sound like that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, there's back and forth uh, action in the match between Almas and Rusev, and then boom. Tranquilo pose from Vega and Almas. I like how she jumps up on the apron and hits the pose and the uh, and the little uh, fist that they do. I like all of that um, action during the break. They're doing that uh, commercial break while the match still goes on, and you can see the match picture-in-picture thing. I like it, and I don't like it. Um, I wish there was a way to still hear the commentary while. Uh, while that little picture-in-picture is happening. Um, You can see here. After break, Rusev and Almas, um, they're still fighting. Uh, The crowd's behind Rusev. Uh, Almas does that spinning back elbow thing. I really love it. Uh, Machka kick from Rusev. Um, And then uh, Lana and and Vega start fighting. Aiden English runs down to try to try to break it up. Uh, Vega jumps on Aiden English's back, and he ends up uh, bumping Lana. She falls over. Rusev uh, com- comes to the apron, and he's all like, "Yo, what are you doing, man? You're knocking over my wife. What's going on, Aiden English? That's not how we get down." Um, they're arguing a little bit back and forth. Um, Aiden English is like, "Hey, man, that was an accident." Um, and, uh, Rusev is distracted, hammerlock DDT by Almas, boom, game, set, match, it's over with, uh, Almas wins, looks like Almas, uh, looks like the rumors are true, Almas is getting ready, getting set for a push, had the big match against AJ, had to lose, cause AJ's the champ, gotta keep the champ strong, but Almas, uh, takes out Rusev, who was just the number one contender, uh, so, well, looks like, uh, looks like Almas is, uh, is getting ready to get the rocket strapped to him. Um, pause. Uh, R-Truth is backstage talking to Ty Dillinger. Uh, Dillinger's trying to hype him up. It's gonna be Truth versus Joe next. Uh, I hope WWE does something with R-Truth and Ty Dillinger as a tag team. I think they could be fun as a lower mid-card team. Uh, could catch fire, maybe even could be the champs, you could also do a heel turn, Ty Dillinger turns on R-Truth, R-Truth is always going to be a sympathetic baby face, he's a, he's been around for a while, he's still entertaining, he's fun, uh, and you'd be like, oh, what a jerk, if all of a sudden Ty Dillinger uh, turns on him and beats him up, especially if they were able to get a, a run, even a short run as tag team champs, or even get to being number one contenders, maybe lose the match, and then Ty Dillinger turns on 
our truth I think that would be a good use of Ty Dillinger get some mileage out of him uh the perfect 10 that's such a heel gimmick that's perfect as a heel gimmick I think Ty Dillinger uh could could be useful on the brand he's just kind of there now he's just kind of breathing taking up space um no offense to Ty Dillinger Ty Dillinger fans I think he's great I just think they could use him better don't you want to see more Ty Dillinger on TV huh huh don't you all right um Anyway, uh, Alana is arguing with English backstage. Rusev interrupts and says, uh, maybe neither of you are good for Rusev. And so they just kind of stand there looking shocked. Um, you know what else is shocking? Lana's lack of an accent. Or maybe I should say that's not shocking. Anyway, um, R-Truth comes down to the ring. Sounds like he may have forgotten the words and was legit freestyling, which is what you got to do as an MC. The show must go on. Drop them bars, son. I rock with you, R-Truth. You still my dog. Off the top of the dome. Getting it. What's up? Alright. Um, okay, so R-Truth flying all over the place to start. Uh, hits his spinning elbow, uh, ricocheting off the ropes. Uh, Joe, reco Joe recovers, slams him around a couple times, pause, coquina clutch, bang, it's all over. R-Truth is tapping out. First round of the tag tournament is tonight, and it's going to be Sanity versus the New Day. Uh, winner of the tag tournament gets the tag title shot at SummerSlam. Um little promo from Asuka backstage. Asuka says she's ready for WWE Evolution, but she says Billy Kay is not ready for Asuka. Uh, Asuka's coming to the ring. Um, the Iconics come out next. Peyton Royce distracts Asuka to start. Uh, Billy Kay hits a claw on Asuka. Um, Asuka comes back. She wrecks Billy Kay with a drop kick. Uh, some more kicks from Asuka, and she knocks Billy Kay the F out. Uh, great sell from Billy Kay. She really looked like she was legit knocked out on the outside, like, or she was legit loopy. Or maybe she actually was. I don't know. Those kicks looked uh, brutal. But um, Nakamura makes, uh, makes a little joke about uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, you know, uh, says, can you can you ear me, uh, or something like that, um, then, uh, uh, he said that, uh, to Orton, wow, I'm just saying, uh, all over the place, anyway, uh, he says to Orton, you might be the viper, uh, but he says that Nakamura, he bites also, uh, maybe a little bit of joke about the dog bite there, who knows, um, Paige, uh, uh, the Miz family is posing for pictures after the break, uh, Paige is in the ring, uh, commentary lets us know that Trish and Lita are confirmed for WWE Evolution, uh, so they're gonna show up. 50! 50, 50 women, uh, past, present, and future, uh, are, um, gonna be present at the, at the pay-per-view. We'll get back, we'll get into that a little bit more when we get to Raw. Um, Paige calls AJ down to the ring, um, the crowd's chanting for him. He, this is the, the house that AJ built. Um, he calls his title the most prestigious in uh, the sports entertainment world. Um, Kenny Omega may like a word with AJ. Uh, Ellsworth comes out uh, before Paige can announce uh, anyone. And uh, he says he deserves the title. 
starts dissing Paige. Uh, Ellsworth gets fired. Security's carrying him out. Um, in the ring, a- uh, Samoa Joe shows up, starts beating up AJ, and he signs the contract. So it looks like it's going to be Samoa Joe and AJ Styles at SummerSlam. Uh, after that, Carmella and Becky Lynch have their match. Uh, Becky Lynch wins with the Disarmor, uh, with their when there's no Ellsworth around. So it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Carmella at SummerSlam with the title on the line this time and no Melibration. Uh And then uh, we also got Sanity versus The New Day. The New Day gets the win over Sanity finally. And uh, it's going to be The New Day moving on to the next round of the tag tournament. Um, at the end of the show, uh, Miz is throwing a party for his reality show, uh, starts dissing Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan comes down to the rain to, uh, give Miz the beats, and, uh, the Miz throws his baby at Daniel Bryan, turns out it's a baby doll, um, attacks Daniel Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan fights back, uh, and the Miz is kind of on the outside looking at Daniel Bryan and a little bit of a stare down. And that's the end of the show. So that's SmackDown. Uh, pretty entertaining show. Um, if I was going to pick an MVP, it would have to be uh, the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe. Uh, looked brutal destroying R-Truth. Looked brutal uh, destroying AJ. And he signed the contract. So it looks like he is the... Uh, the number one contender now, so I'd say that's a pretty good night for Samoa Joe, a pretty damn good night, uh, it's a damn long night, that's, uh, some Avril Lavigne, uh, a whole lot of insomniac music theater in my junior year is why I know that song, oh, wait, no, she says it's a damn cold night, anyway, um, the next show that I watched is Raw DVR. I think I said DVD earlier. I meant DVR. It's the W-E-E-D that is messing up my S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> the show opens for Raw. The whole roster is on the stage. Vince is, welcome to Monday Night Raw. You know, Vince does the whole uh, intro there. Uh, he introduces Triple H and Stephanie. They come down to the ring. Uh, Stephanie tells the crowd to get their booing out. She's smiling. She's not um, in heel character tonight. Uh, she's Stephanie the executive. Um, Nikki Cross is on the stage. So uh, does that mean Nikki Cross is coming to the main roster or... Uh, is that just a sign of things to come with WWE Evolution? Uh, we'll see. Um, so Triple H thanks all the superstars past, uh, present, and future, all the superstars, period. Uh, then he wants to call all the women forward. So they all step forward, smiles on their faces. Uh, he says that, uh, all the men behind them support them, um, he says that uh, we are proud of you. We meaning himself, uh, Stephanie, and the big boss, Vince McMahon. Uh, Steph 
talks about the give divas a chance hashtag uh and how because of the fans uh 30 minute matches turn to main events or 30 second matches turn to main events and this part is kind of weird because it seems like uh wwe is like giving themselves big ups uh for all this kind of and like you know, giving a shout out to the fans, but at the same time, uh, it was you, WWE, who were putting on these 30-second matches and treating the the divas like shit, um, so I don't know, it just seems, uh, it just seems kind of weird that we're, like, celebrating that you don't treat your, uh, women superstars like shit anymore, like, I don't know, I mean, we should celebrate it, at the end of the day, we should be happy that, uh, the women are getting, are getting a chance and are, uh, getting a shot and all that, but, um, I don't know, it just seems, it just seems weird, the way that we're doing it here, but, uh, but anyway, uh, what's it called, uh, they announced the all-women's pay-per-view, WWE Evolutions, going down in October, I forget the date, I'm so sorry, um, but all the titles will be on the line, the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, the finals of the Mae Young Classic will be at Evolution, and perhaps, perhaps the finals of the Women's Tag Team ta Title Championship Tournament, please. Right, that they haven't announced that. Uh, but something that happens later in Raw makes me think that, I mean, that has to be what's coming. Um, otherwise, this is, I don't know what they're doing. But, uh, but uh, who knows? Because we don't know what's been going on with that storyline the entire time. Uh, anyway, um, back uh, coming up next after this historic announcement, the Deleters versus the B-Team for the tag team titles. Uh, the Deleters are using their... Uh, rematch clause so to go ahead and get that out of the way so we'll have new challengers come SummerSlam. i'm thinking a certain set of top guys but we'll see uh backstage the b team seems pumped up about evolution uh axel says he wants to see charlotte and ronda and alexa doesn't he see uh alexa like every week and uh, maybe he wasn't booked at the pay-per-views where Ronda showed up. Um, and then Bo says that he's excited about this run that they're on. Uh, from being losers, not being able to win a match, to being the tag team champions on an undefeated streak. What is it, like six matches in a row? Seven matches in a row? Something? Um, B-Team lets us know. Uh, Axel, or Bo says that, uh, B-Team stands for brothers, uh, like the brother he's never had, or, so, I, I guess that's a diss, or, or some kind of nod and wink to the fans like us who know that Bray is his brother, but, uh, anyway, uh, B stands for brothers, and, um, He's like, let's go out here and show them that B stands for best. And they walk out. They leave the belts. Uh, they come back. And they're like, oh, maybe we should grab these. Uh, Elias is out on the stage. Elias with a hit album. Uh, by this time on Monday Night Raw, he was ahead of the Carters. He was ahead of Cardi B. Uh, he was rocking, rocketing up the charts. Um, so, you know, he wants to he wants to get his shine on, do his thing. Um he gets interrupted by Matt Hardy, and then Bray Wyatt is out next. Then out comes the B team. 
the the leaders are dominating early, throwing them out of the ring. Uh, Bray's crab walk, uh, you know that back bridge deal that he does. Uh, he freaks them out with it. Uh, we go to break um, with the B team on the outside trying to figure things out. Uh, we come back from break and uh, the B team's taking over. Uh, the top guys are watching in the back. So uh, Graves kind of emphasizes uh, where Bo says Axel was like the brother he never had. Uh, the B team ends up getting the fluke victory. Um, because uh, what happened was there was a there was a pin. Uh, Bray come uh, Bray comes in, uh, and Bo kind of sends him into the uh, turnbuckle. He falls back onto Matt, and uh, the way that he knocks over Matt, he kind of um, he knocks him down and uh, like into a pinning predicament, uh, and Axel just kind of cert sort of had uh Matt Hardy's Matt Hardy Matt Hardy broke up uh, woken Matt Hardy's arm hooked and they get a three count um so it was, it was like it it was made to look like a fluke um you gotta watch it because I explained it horribly um but uh B team gets the victory um and they're upset uh, well, the, the leaders are like, oh, okay, they show respect, and then they attack the B team. So I don't know if this is a heel turn for Matt and Bray, or I don't know, or continuing the feud, perhaps a triple threat at SummerSlam with the 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 leaders, the B team, and the top guys, with the top guys winning. Uh, backstage, Finn Balor is hanging out with his best buddy Chad Gable. Um, Bring back uh, American Alpha. Where's Jason Jordan? Um, then uh, people are, you see movers uh, kind of carrying some stuff. And uh, Finn's like, yeah, is that my bag? And uh, Gable's kind of like, yeah, man, I know your bag. Uh, that's definitely your bag, man. <laughs> um, I don't know why Gable knows his bag. Uh, anyway, pause. Um, then... Uh, then you see Finn's uh, rainbow shirt uh, go by, and Finn's like, hey, man, this is my stuff. Uh, and then his jacket. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, this is my stuff. Where are you going? And they tell him that uh, Constable Corbin has uh, set up a new locker room for Finn. So you go, and it's like this Fisher-Price funhouse kid-sized deal. Ha, ha, ha. Uh Finn is small and Corbin is big. Uh, pause. Um, after that, uh, he tells Finn he has a match with Drew McIntyre. It's like he's telling Finn for the first time, but commentary, they already had a graphic for it and announced it to us. So I guess maybe we knew, but Finn didn't. So he found it out then. Um, anyway... Uh, a recap of the whole Sasha and Bailey angle. Um, now they're best friends. Uh, Sasha and Bailey uh, are a tag team. They have a little promo backstage. Uh, they hug. They are wearing their chalk line official Bailey and Sasha Banks jackets. Um, they come down to the ring after 
uh, Sasha's music hits first, and then Bailey comes out, and they both uh, raise up the wavy, wacky, uh, flailing, inflatable arm tube men. Uh, flailing arm, you know what it is from Family Guy. I don't know how to say it. Uh, they are wrestling against two jobbers, um, so they hit some pretty cool double team moves, uh, and then uh, Bailey does like this knee, and Sasha goes right into the bank statement. Um, so the way that they're just wrestling, like as a tag team, and uh, they even have tag team moves, and they're kind of starting to have like similar gear um i'm thinking that they are gonna be the first women's wwe women's tag team champions um when these new titles come up and they're gonna be able to go to all brands um i mean that has to be what's happening like that just has to be like why why else are you doing this i mean like it just it just has to it just has to be it that that just has to be what it is and it's perfect for evolution like you can just like you've already had all these big announcements like what's another because uh, you know they want to have another big surprise that they could throw on there so boom here it is women's tag team uh anyway uh they they kind of do a recap of braun throwing ko off the top um and then you see Elias is back on the stage, but he gets interrupted by Braun. Dun, dun, bum, 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 bum. Uh, Braun congratulates all the women, especially Alexa. And then he talks about uh, Bobby and Roman. He says it doesn't matter who wins between them because there's a monster in the bank. He's got the briefcase uh, at after it's all said and done, even if Brock Lesnar beats him. He's the guy who's leaving with the championship, and then he asked the uh, he asked the crowd how he looks as universal champion. Everybody cheers. He does the brawn arms and looks like he's done with the promo about the leave. And then KO's music hits, and uh, he comes out and he's like, "Man, I can't believe that you can come out here after what you did and talk about getting the universal championship." Um, KO says that his idea uh, to befriend Braun Strowman was genuine. It came from the heart. And the reason why he did it, the reason why he was inspired, was because his son, his son said that he should become friends with Braun Strowman. And, you know, he was like, you know what? You're right, son. So he wanted to do it for his son so that maybe his son could take Nicholas's spot and become tag team champions with Braun Strowman one day, right? And Braun's like laughing. He's like, you think that's funny? Um, he's like, you tried to take everything away from me when you threw me off the cage. Now, now Kevin Owens' son and his daughter are afraid when daddy goes to work. Um, so this, I mean, this kind of sounds like, uh, I mean, it's kind of heelish, but it's almost, uh, it's almost kind of baby-facing Kevin Owens a little bit. Uh, they're, they're lucky that he can still deliver this in, like, a whiny way where it sounds like he's lying, but, um, everything he's saying, it kind of makes me feel bad for Kevin Owens, uh, especially as a dad, man. I'm like, yo, what? For your son? I, I feel you, dog. I respect it, but, you know, uh, <laughs> anyway, 
Um, he said, you tried to take everything from me. Now I'm going to try to take everything from you. Your problems have only just begun. Constable Corbin comes out and uh, he says that, uh, you know, he's been talking to Steph about everything. Uh, he sends Jinder Mahal down to the ring to try to calm Strowman down using, uh, you know, yoga. Uh, so he starts to shun T. The same thing that he was doing with uh, Rollins the other week. Um, Braun was like, yo, you know what? Why don't you guys try my mantra? Everybody close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And he said, get these hands. Get these hands. The crowd starts chanting, get these hands. And, of course, he just starts rocking uh, Jinder Mahal shit. Pause. And also uh, Sunil Singh. Um, gender gets knocked out of the ring. Uh, Sunil Singh eats the running power slam. And um, everybody on commentary is like, oh, I wonder what Kevin Owens meant by he's going to, you know, take everything away from uh, Braun Strowman. Because what we just saw, uh, that ain't it. Um, Natty versus Mickey. Uh, there's some interference from Alexa Bliss, uh, Natty hops out the ring, hits, hits her with that discus clothesline, takes her out, but, uh, Alexa Bliss, or when she gets back in the ring, Mickey, uh, hits her with the kick and gets the win, um, Roman backstage, uh, he says he's going into SummerSlam, he doesn't care who boos, he's gonna kick Lesnar's ass, uh, so, badass promo from Roman Reigns, um, Let's see here. Elias is on the stage again and gets interrupted by the authors of Pain. Uh, AOP comes down. They get on the mic uh, and they say they wanted more competition. Anybody but uh, Titus Worldwide. So Titus Worldwide comes out anyway because they really about that action. Um, They... uh, they, you know, Titus is trying to tell him, like, hey, man, we was just trying to help you out. You know, we trying to uh, we trying to show you what's up. Apollo is like, yo, man, Titus is an OG. Um, he helped me get merch. He helped me get my money up. He helped me take it. He's helping me take care of my daughter. Like, yo, y'all are new, man. Just listen to Titus, bro. Like, Titus, Titus, he, you know, he know what he's talking about. He's been here for a while. Like, he might not be a champ or nothing like that, but, like... Titus, Titus know how to play the game. Uh, he's like, y'all are ill. Y'all could be champs, like if you listen to Titus. Basically, he's like, he'll not only make you a champion, but he'll make you a championship person because he's a really good guy. Uh, so, um, AOP is like, man, we ain't trying to hear none of that. Titus, you need to retire. Um, so Titus is like, oh word, and then him and Apollo start giving him the beats. Uh, they actually clear the ring and uh, are standing tall. So wow, um, AOP went from being monsters to uh, getting knocked out of the ring by Titus Worldwide, and looks like a feud is on the way. Um, this storyline is actually not that bad, um, but I mean, after AOP has already like beat them down what like twice already like why why would they feel like feel like they need to listen to you 
Like, that don't make no sense. So, um, I wish this would have came earlier, but it seems like maybe they were just, like, uh, it, maybe this was, like, an afterthought, like, maybe they were just like, oh, let's squash Titus Worldwide, and then, like, later they were like, oh, you know what, let's give Titus Worldwide something to do, what if we, well, we're not doing anything with AOP, uh, and we're not gonna push them towards the titles yet, so why don't we do this? Um, but, I don't know. But, I mean, I guess, it, I mean, now there's a story, so from here on out, it can be cool. Uh, maybe lead up to a SummerSlam pre-show match, get them on the card, something like that. Uh, anyway, um, Corbin brings KO to Stephanie. Uh, she's at her limo. She was talking to Kurt. Um, they both, uh, KO and Corbin, both kind of blame Kurt on letting the feud between uh, KO and Strowman get out of hand. So uh, they're making sure that we remember that they're trying to keep KO on the heel side. Um, and uh, KO says that he wants a match at SummerSlam for the Money in the Bank, Money in the Bank briefcase. But no matter how Strowman loses, if it's disqualification, countout, whatever... Uh, if he loses, then Kevin Owens gets the case. Um, so Kurt thinks that's crazy, but Steph is like, you know what? I kind of like it. Book it. The match is made. Uh, Tyler Breeze is out next in the ring. Tyler Breeze is on TV two weeks in a row, guys. Two weeks in a row, guys. Two weeks in a row, guys. All right. Um, <laughs> Mojo Raleigh is back. Two weeks in a row, guys. Two weeks in a row, guys. Two weeks in a row, guys. Um, Mojo Rowley, uh, well, Tyler Breeze is out quicken, uh Mojo around the ring. And then uh, Breeze almost gets a pin. Uh, Mojo hits him with a pounce. Uh, sit out Alabama slam for the win. Uh, Elias is out on stage again uh, trying to get trying to get his songs off. Um, Elias gets interrupted by Finn. Um, Finn comes out, does his whole entrance, crowds with it. Uh, Drew McIntyre is next. Uh, they start their match. Finn drop kicks him over the top rope. Uh, goes for the flip dive. Uh, does his whole flex thing. Everybody goes nuts, goes to break. Uh, the match is actually really good. Um, Finn was going up top. Uh, looks like he's going for the coup de gras. Dolph interferes. Uh, they both start beating down Finn. Seth, Seth comes down for the save. Um, then uh, Kurt Angle channels his inner Teddy Long. And we have a tag team match, player. Uh, so Seth and... Uh, Seth and Finn end up getting the win. Seth his, hits the stomp, pins Dolph Ziggler. Um, so that feud is still going to be going in the SummerSlam. Seth and Dolph for the IC title at SummerSlam uh, gets made official uh, after the match. Uh, Ember Moon versus Liv Morgan. Ember wins. Um... So, yeah, and then that's when we see Seth backstage. Uh, Seth and Dolph for the IC title. Uh, that gets made official. Uh, next up is the main event. Roman and 
Bobby Lashley actually tore the house down. Uh, really good match. Um, Roman's going on to SummerSlam. Uh, people are going to be unhappy. Uh, but, you know, the sun's going to set and grass is going to be green. And the sky's going to be blue. And Roman's going to go to SummerSlam. So that's what it is. Um, next up, I watched TNA. Oh, sorry, just Impact Wrestling. Um, so they're coming off a hot Slammiversary. Slammiversary was crazy. Uh, great show. Might be the best wrestling pay-per-view uh, out of any of the majors this year um, so far. So uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, Pentagon versus Sammy Callahan was crazy. Uh, my man Brian Cage uh, versus Matt Sydal was a good match. Uh, my dog Moose, Moose, Moose versus Austin Aries delivered. Uh, everything delivered. Tessa, Tessa Blanchard, uh, one of my favorite uh, up and coming women's wrestlers out there. Uh, she's a star. Uh, she's the future. And uh, she delivered against Allie. Um, everything, everything. Phoenix, uh, Petey Williams, uh, Bone Soldier, uh, Johnny Impact. They had a good match. Um, it was, it was, it was a good show. Go check it out if you haven't. Go check it out if you. Haven't. Oh, the uh, the LAX and the OGs. That match was crazy. Uh, anyway. Impact. They start with a recap of the incredible show that was Slammiversary. Uh, show opens. Austin Aries walks to the ring. He says, uh, the, the fans are chanting, Austin Aries. He's like, thank you, Toronto, but I know my name. That's such a fire line. Austin Aries dropping bars. Uh, he says, Slammiversary was the show of the year. Each match set the bar higher than the other. Uh, him and Moose came out there and they gave you what a world championship match in the main event of a pay-per-view is supposed to be and he is damn right about that um austin aries says that being the impact champ makes him the best in the world and then says that uh you're you can't say that you're the best if they're if a writing team is handing you promos uh-oh uh-oh uh, scripted promos uh, you can't be the best if you're not allowed to do everything you can in the ring uh, you can't be the best if you're inside the bubble doing it you're not the best I go all over the world from promotion to promotion collecting titles and defending the impact championship and that's why I'm the best uh, he said if you want to if you want to say that you're the best you got to step into the ring and prove it. So who wants to step up and prove that they're the best? And crazy Eddie Edwards. Uh, that was another crazy match at uh, at Slammiversary. Eddie Edwards and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Tommy Dreamer showed respect after the match and gave Eddie Edwards the kendo stick. So uh, it looks like he's kind of passed the torch to Eddie Edwards. So Eddie Edwards has this whole crazy hardcore persona that's uh, kind of one of the best things going on in wrestling, that whole storyline and this uh, transition from him getting injured or injured by Sammy Callahan to that whole feud and then becoming consumed with it and being crazy. And now I think he's back to being a babyface. So this is great. Um, uh, talk about making 
lemonade out of lemons. Crazy injury, and it might have been the catalyst to what's looking like the best run of his career uh, so far, uh, or the start of the best run of his career, um, or what could be. Anyway, Eddie Edwards sneaks up from behind with the kendo stick, attacks Austin Aries, so it looks like that's going to be our championship feud going forward. Uh, we'll see where Moose slots in when he gets back. Uh, he, he didn't appear on tonight's show, on that show. Um, Petey Williams is out next. Bone Soldier is out limping. Uh, quick back and forth action. Um, they're flipping and flying, doing everything all over the place. Uh, Bone Soldier gets the win. Um, I guess Bullet Club just ain't doing no jobs in TNA. That's interesting, man. Uh, Bone Soldier isn't really a TNA guy. Um, uh, Petey Williams is the TNA guy. So he eats the loss to Bone Soldier there. Um, Desi Hit Squad comes out after the match. And they lay both of the guys out. Uh, so I guess that's uh, Impact getting their heat back. Um, Santino, or I don't know, he's saying his, uh, his real name, but I, I don't remember what it is. So Santino Morello backstage uh, with Alicia Stout. Uh, and everybody knows she's all in. Um, they're talking a little bit. Uh, she's asking about, you know, does he miss getting into the ring? He says he has to live vicariously through his students. Uh, he's got a student with him. Um, you know, he's not medically cleared. Uh, Austin Aries interrupts. He says he's having a bad day. Uh, calls out Santino to a match. Santino reminds him, hey, man, I'm not medically cleared. Uh, Austin Aries is like, oh, well, you know, you got your kid here. Uh, what about him? Um, Aries, like, you want to, you know, I'll take him out. And uh, Santino looks like he wants to say no. Uh, but uh, the kid's like, yeah, I'll take you on. So we have a match, Austin Aries and random kid. Um, Tessa Blanchard uh, up next versus Rebel. Rebel got way more offense than I thought she would. Uh, she had a front suplex that she did where she landed in the splits. That was kind of fire. Um, but, of course, Tessa gets it done. Sick hanging DDT in the corner. Looks like she looked like she killed uh, Rebel. And then uh, the hammerlock DDT. Boom. One, two, three. Tessa wrestles like a dude. I mean that in the best way possible. Um, she is a beast. She wrestles really powerfully, like impact with everything uh i mean she wrestles against dudes she was uh what wrestle circus champ and stuff so uh she had a crazy match against uh the machine brian cage so tessa can bring it in the ring i like watching tessa wrestle uh, so for those guys who are like oh, i don't like women's wrestling blah, blah 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 like tessa goes just as hard as the dudes bro so i don't, I don't know what you're talking about um, Scarlett Bordeaux's debut is next. Um, she comes out. Uh, the way she's acting is like, oh, she's hot, and she knows she's hot. Uh, she calls herself the Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux, um, which is pretty fire. Uh, she says she wants to fight for women's rights, and like uh, Alicia Stout is like, oh, like Susan B. Anthony. Scarlett Bordeaux is like, ew, no, like Marilyn Monroe or Cardi B. Uh, she says she will no longer be hot-shamed. Uh, Alicia's, like, hot-shamed. 
It's like, yeah, you wouldn't know about that. Um, Alicia tries to say something else. Uh, she's like, you know what? Get off the stage. Shut up. Uh, she's like, shut up, five. A ten is talking. Um, shoes Alicia away. Uh, Scarlet says that she's here to make wrestling sexy again. Um, and licks the mic. And, like, everybody goes nuts. Uh, I think that Scarlet is, uh, she has a chance to be a great heel, uh, in this current climate where everybody's all about respecting women, um, as they should be, and talking about, uh, you know, respecting, uh, you know, women's, the whole women's revolution that's going on in WWE, like, she's the perfect heel to still, uh, you know, be talking about the feminine stuff, but then also, uh, kind of like undermining the the whole thing. Like I I think she'll get good heat. Um, it helps that she is hot, um, and as long as you know she can deliver uh, compelling in ring matches, I think that this could. Be, I think that this could be uh, super entertaining. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. This could be great. Uh, next up. Trevor Lee is coming out, uh, and he's got a match against, uh, Johnny Impact, aka Johnny Mundo, aka Johnny Nitro, aka John Morrison, um, so, uh, Trevor Lee, man, I think he's so underrated, underused, he's a three-time X Division champ, but he should be a bigger deal, he's basically just, uh, super talented enhancement talent, like, he can give you a better match than you'd get against a jobber and some, some cool stuff and some good spots, and then he'll eat the pen. Um, I'm not going to be talking about it for the next four weeks leading up into SummerSlam, but after that, we'll go back to uh, my my promotion, WCOTW, and uh, Trevor Lee just might have himself a spot in a feud there in WCOTW. Uh, anyway... A good back and forth uh, match between uh, Johnny Impact and uh, Trevor Lee. Caleb Conley keeps interfering on Trevor Lee's behalf. Um, so Johnny Impact finally is like, you know what, F this S. I had enough of it. Does this crazy flip dive off the top uh, into both of them. Takes him out. Uh, almost took himself out there. Um, crazy dive. Uh, then... Uh, brings Trevor Lee back into the ring, Starship Pain, one, two, three, uh, Impact cuts a post-match promo, basically he wants, he, uh, he wants Congo Kong, uh, because that's who injured him and took him out, and why he was gone from Impact Wrestling, says he won't rest until he takes Kong to Slamtown, uh, coming up is Cage versus Matt Sydal, uh, rematch for the X Division title, and it's also the main event, uh, before that, we get Allie, uh, she's talking to Alicia Stout, uh, she says that she's going after Sue, she feels like it's her fault, what happened to Madison Rain, she's gotta make it right, uh, Kira Hogan comes up, and is like, yo, I got your back, you ain't going against Sue alone, we going after Sue, and it's like, alright, bet, uh, nice promo from Allie, nice to see, uh, them doing more with her, taking her away from that bubbly, uh, Bailey light character, 
and kind of giving her more depth. I mean, she is the Slayer after all, so it looks like that's uh, where things are headed. Um, backstage, we get a little bit of Joe Hendry uh, and Katarina and Grado. Uh, Eli Drake has a gift for them. He gives uh, the three of them a picture. It's a picture of Joe Henry and Katarina and uh, Joe and Katarina. Like, We're going to throw this in the bin. Um, there's a vignette for Killer Cross. He's a beast. Uh, basically, he's saying, like, you know, uh, we're all here in Impact Wrestling. We're supposed to be, um, you know, striving for the same things. And I'm going so much. I'm destroying people. I thought y'all was working as hard as me, basically. Uh, so Killer Cross is a beast. He's going to keep killing. And we're going to see him in the in some sort of title picture sooner rather than later, I believe. Um, KM and Falaba are backstage. Uh, KM's trying to hype him up. Um, he asks this guy what his name is, and the guy says, and he's like, "No, it's not. It's trash." And he like tosses him in the trash. That was probably the only time, the first time I've ever enjoyed the two of those guys on my TV screen. Um, still don't want to see more of them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, LAX, the OGs are in the clubhouse with the tag titles that they stole uh, from the uh, from Santana uh, and uh, Ortiz, uh, the young guys. Um, uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Kingston is disappointed in Conan, um, you know, and basically they're just going to keep taking over shit. <laughs> OVE is backstage. They're trying to cheer up Sammy. Uh, they're saying that uh, he looks like a pirate with his hair shaved. Um, they're in a bathroom. Uh, they're pissing, and then uh, Sammy's like, "Oh, you making fun of me?" And then basically pisses on this guy's leg. Uh, they start beating up the guy uh, and said, "Don't make fun of him." Like, "Yeah, don't make fun of him." And they have a razor on them, and uh, they shave his hair. Uh, we got a. We did get a promo from uh, Pentagon as well, uh, basically saying like he has his hair and he still has cero miedo, uh, no fear. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, uh, the main event. Then we get the main event: Cage versus Side Al. Uh, all the awesomeness that you would expect. Cage, Hurricane Rana's are always crazy. Uh, side out, snap Rana is even crazier. Uh, Cage throws an F5. Um, just a really good back and forth match. Uh, Drill Claw from Cage wins it 1 2 3. So Wolverine retains the X Division title. Uh, and that was Impact. And then finally, the last show that I watched this week in X. T. NXT uh, starts off hype for Aleister Black versus Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, The show opens up. Adam Cole, baby, is out first. Uh, Sean Maluta, uh, you might remember him from the first Cruiserweight Classic. Actually, the only Cruiserweight Classic. Um, Commentary basically says that Cole might be a prick heel, but he's still a fighting champ. Uh, They bring up his different defenses and different promotions across 
uh, North America and even in the UK. Uh, Sean Maluda looks more improved than the last time we saw him. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess that's why they put him in there with Adam Cole. Uh, Maluda jumps off the second rope. Adam Cole with a super kick. Uh, then he hits the last shot right after match over. Uh, Cole with a promo after the match. He talks about traveling all over North America. Basically the same thing that commentary was talking about. Uh, giving title shots. Even this uh, even this kid got a title shot. Talking about Sean Maluda. Cole will give anyone a shot. And then Ricochet's music hits. Uh, Ricochet's out next. He says that uh, Cole has been running from the competition. And he challenges Cole to a title match at TakeOver. Cole says, mm, yeah, man, I am super good. I am super good, right? Just like you said. And that's why I don't want to diminish myself by fighting you at TakeOver. Ricochet calls him a coward. Cole says he doesn't have to prove anything to him. Uh, Cole charges the ring. Uh, Ricochet charges the ropes, then does his flip off the ropes and does his superhero pose. Uh, Strong and O'Reilly show up to back up Cole. And then the War Raiders music hits. Uh, Undisputed Era hop off the ramp. They're over on the side by the... uh, by the announce table uh they're talking their shit and then mustache mountain pops up uh and they start a fight with the undisputed era undisputed era gets away uh backstage Shayna baszler and Kyrie sane are signing their contract uh there with william regal baszler says that uh Kyrie sane is living in the past uh baszler says basically i'm too much for the division um Nobody can hang with me. Uh, so, uh, Kyrie Sane signs the contract, and she says, "You know it. I know it. He knows it. I can beat you." And uh, Basler basically tells her, "Yo, at Takeover, she was like, basically, you're gonna hear and still NXT Women's Champion. All right. So." Um, that's that's how that's going she's like all right whatever um we get a little video recap of the dream turning his back on ec3 ec3 and kona reeves next week on nxt i like that interaction that they had the week before so uh i'm actually kind of looking forward to this match i don't mind it don't mind it at all and if there's some kind of interference from from the dream and kona reeves can get a dirty win that I like it even more. All right, uh, Tanella Price. Tanella Price looks like she's gonna be jobbing to uh, Lacey Evans. Um, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Lacey Evans uh, definitely has huge potential as a heel. Uh, she's really intense in the ring, an intense presence. Uh, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> Tanella Price goes for a handspring elbow in the corner. Lacey Evans hits her with the women's right and game over. Um, after that, Bianca Belair backstage. Uh, she says she doesn't have to explain herself. She was hurt, but she's going to get what she deserves once she gets back healed uh, because she's undefeated. She is undefeated. Okay, she's going to be the champ because she is undefeated. And I love Bianca Belair, so let's get it. Uh, We see Shayna Baszler backstage again. 
Uh, oh, earlier when she was signing the contract with Kyrie Sane, she took some shots at Candice LeRae, uh, said now that she's a wife, she needs to just focus on being a homemaker uh, and a wife at home to Johnny Wrestling. Uh, Candice Le- LeRae pulls up. She wants all the smoke. Um, Santana Garrett is holding her back. Uh, is Santana Garrett on the roster now? I think that would be great, especially if we're going to do the women's tag titles, if that's a thing, which it should be. It needs to be women's uh, WWE evolution going down on October. Uh, I would love to see Santana Garrett on the go- on the, on the goster, on the roster. They would call it a goster because her name's Garrett. Anyway, um, Candice basically vows to bring the fight to Shayna. Uh, Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa out first for the NXT title match. Aleister Black is out next. Uh, Aleister Black has one of the coolest entrances in the business. Uh, he's one NXT call-up that I'm not really worried about. Uh, he has a good look. Uh, he has good size. Uh, and, I mean, he's too cool. You can't fuck it up. He's too cool. Um, the kicks are next level. Uh, you know? Aleister Black should be okay. Um, doesn't take long for the match to go outside. Uh doesn't take long for Alistair to start hitting the kicks either. Hits a nasty one on the outside on Ciampa. Uh, does his flip off the ropes. Sits down in the middle of the ring. Then does the Ciampa wave. Uh, Ciampa gets kicked in the face. Uh, but then he follows Black when he's running to the ropes. And dumps him to the outside. Uh, then he takes over. He does a spot where he sits down like how uh, Alistair does. And then he does his wave. Um... Champa's kicking out of everything. Um, if you didn't see this match, go and watch it. It's really good. It's great. Um, I, I don't know how many stars I give it, but it's it's a great match. Um, lots of fun. Probably one of the best matches on NXT TV since well since uh, since the Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain match, um, which was a really great match, and it wasn't that long ago, but still, it's a good match. Uh, Anyway, the crowd's going nuts. Uh, Ciampa throws Black into a cameraman. At first, I thought the cameraman was going to be Johnny Gargano, uh, but Johnny Gargano gets uh, involved later. Uh, Ciampa nails Black with a weapon. Uh, Black kicks out, sends Ciampa to the outside, flip dive over the top. Uh, They get back in the ring. Ciampa hits that draping DDT on Black. Black kicks out. Uh, Ciampa exposes the floor. The ref, who just so happens to be CZW great Drake Younger, um, and he's the ref of this match for a reason. We'll see in a second. He won't let him do it. Uh, he's standing on the apron. He get uh, uh, Black sends Champa into the ropes or into the corner. He knocks the ref off. Ref hits the exposed floor. Uh, Alistair Black hits Black Mass. The ref is down, and you know crowd counts to like eight. Uh, the ref's down. Champa uh, gets the belt, and then Gargano comes running into the ring. Super kick on Champa. Grabs the belt. They're struggling. Tug of war. Boom! The belt comes and flies up and uh, hits Alistair Black. Um, Champa do- tosses Gargano out of the ring. Champa hits his finisher. New champion. Uh, the crowd goes nuts. The crowd looks legit sick. The crowd looks hurt. Um, so great match, great NXT. Uh, I'm expecting Alistair Black to hit the main roster after SummerSlam and 
eventually we'll get the Gargano Ciampa uh, match and Gargano will win the NXT championship um, this is great this is great NXT is great why is Raw so shitty and NXT so great um, so yeah I am gonna have a special guest guys I am gonna have a special guest we're about to have a special guest the first time on the world championship of the world podcast Alright guys, uh, world champion of the world podcast I told you guys that I would have a guest And I got this fucking jobber in the building with me <laughs> uh, This is Sirens You know, just work, working my way up on the card, you know what I mean? Yeah, right Making towns as usual You know what I mean? You're, you're in the building right now with the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu <laughs> I, just, I just thought I should let you know Thought forever or yeah, quality forever. Yeah, you know I mean. So, um, okay. Like I said, we uh, in the weeks leading up to SummerSlam, I was gonna have guests on here, uh, talking about some of our favorite SummerSlams, uh, or even just favorite, uh, you know, WWE pay-per-view memories. Just, just that, uh, just you know, some fucking friends who are friends and watch wrestling. You know, doing <laughs> doing a little bit of that. Uh, so me personally. Um, one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, SummerSlam memories. Uh, one of my favorite SummerSlams, I guess, in general. Uh, I remember being like super hyped for uh, SummerSlam 2001. Uh, that was going on during the whole invasion angle. That's what's um, at this time, nah, uh, right before the invasion angle kicked off uh, after after WrestleMania, like the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, that's when the rocket got suspended indefinitely uh, from from WWF, and he was going off to shoot Scorpion King and all that. That you know, classic, cinem- you know, cinematic triumph. That was right. the Scorpion King. You know what I mean? With the half Scorpion body and all that. All of that. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah. So the Rock, uh, he was off TV for all that time. Then the invasion kicked off. Everybody was showing up. Um, the invasion pay per view. I think was uh, it, it replaced fully loaded that year. Uh, so the, the invasion pay per view was the July pay per view that year, and um, they uh, that was the one leading into SummerSlam. So uh, Stone Cold had just betrayed the WWF, uh, was siding with the Alliance, uh, and was the WWF champion. So Enter the Rock coming back to save the WWF. Uh, Kurt Angle uh, had beef with Stone Cold, so that was the main event, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold. Uh, the Rock had come back, started beef with Booker T, um, so they were going at it for the WCW championship. Um, I remember there was a, I think it was an Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Lance Storm and Edge, uh, let's see, there was a... a was it I think it was the WCW tag team championships uh the brothers of destruction uh Kane and Undertaker versus um who was it, it was uh, I think it was Canyon and DDP wow I I think uh um, we bring we breaking out some old school names uh, <laughs> rest in peace Chris Canyon too by the way who was like mad like a move innovator right who better yeah uh, but, uh... <laughs> Who better than Canyon? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was the homie, dog. Rest in peace. Um, 
so there was a there was a lot going on on this card. I remember being super stoked for Angle and Austin and The Rock and Booker T because this is The Rock's first uh, pay per view match back, and I don't think he had really had uh, too many matches, period, um, since he had been back. Just like kind of hopped in the ring, cut some promos, and then uh, hopped in the ring and uh, hit a rock bottom a few times or something like that. But um, oh, I remember when The Rock first showed up on Raw, and then they were kind of like, oh, you know, what size he gonna choose? And uh, he came in and uh, shook hands with Vince, then gave Vince a rock bottom because you know he was still mad because they had suspended him. So he's, <laughs> so he's looking down, and everybody's like, oh no, The Rock, rock is being, jo- Rock's joining the Alliance. Rock was being petty. You know, you know what I mean? Saying? And then he shook hands with Shane McMahon. Everybody's like, oh, boo, you know, he's joined the alliance. But then he wouldn't let go of the handshake. And everybody's like, oh, shit. I remember that. Crowd started going nuts. Pulls him in. Boom. Rock bottom on Shane McMahon. Uh, So The Rock is firmly uh, on Team WWF. Uh, I remember. uh, So I was super stoked for that match. The Rock wins. Oh, Booker T had started doing his version of the rock bottom, the bookend. The bookend, bro. Yeah, so he had hit the bookend on the rock before the pay-per-view and stuff so uh, two different moves bro two different moves yes yeah, two different moves um so that fi- they that finally happened uh that match went down the rock won the WCW title uh, i remember the edge match um christian ran in to interfere but accidentally took out edge uh and then eventually this led to christian uh turning heel and joining the alliance uh turning on edge um, this is like Mad Young, Edge and Christian, and like Kurt with the hair, bro. Like, yeah, man. These are these are the young boys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. Kurt and Stone Cold had a classic. Kurt got busted open, bled all over the place. Was that hard way? Uh, you know what? I don't remember. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> Dog, Kurt's never connected with the moonsault, by the way, which is like a thing of beauty, but he's never, I don't think, hit it like one time. Because we can all, because he... Because he does it so good, that yeah. arc that gives everybody time to get out of there. <laughs> and then the um, they don't know to this day if he messed up the 450 centon, <laughs> or if that was like he meant to hit it, but it was beautiful. Hey man. Well, anyway, my bad. That's how that's how he does it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that SummerSlam was. I remember being like so hyped for that SummerSlam. Like, I think. Uh, because I was all about the invasion angle when it was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was yeah. all about it when it was, it was going down. Uh, but I was like, what? I think I was like maybe like 13, 14. I'm not going to say how old I was back then because then I'd be dating myself. Uh, well, Out here sounding OG, triple OG, you know man, what I'm saying? Well, we all know you three hunters. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's how that goes. We all know you three hunters. Nah, for real. Um... But yeah, that was one of the SummerSlams I remember being most hyped for. Uh, SummerSlam was always just a, a fun pay-per-view, in my opinion. Uh, the, the biggest party of the summer, man. Like, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I can remember like living in 29 Palms, the homie had like the cable scrambler. Yeah. So I can't remember specific ones, but like Macho Man, you know what I'm saying? Usually there was like a big angle planned around SummerSlam. That was usually what the secondary to like WrestleMania. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's just like SummerSlam always meant a lot more. What was than... that SummerSlam? I forget. What was it 91? Yeah, was he wearing? I that... think he was wearing like the pink trunks and like the yellow like oh. 
Well, no, I was going to say uh, SummerSlam 91. I think that was the one where uh, it was Hogan and Warrior teaming up against... Uh, Mega Powers? Or... Uh, no, Hogan and Warrior were teaming up against... Uh, what were their names? Uh, the uh, Was it Sheik? Or uh, Akbar and uh, when... Sergeant Slaughter had betrayed his country. Oh yeah, when he went hill. He was a when he was a Iraqi sympathizer. <laughs> Bruh, which for the record, I had a GI Joe of Sergeant Slaughter, and he was like, yeah, bro, he held he held shit down. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter was the man, bro. He had his own tank. <laughs> he was like a drill instructor, and he was always calling people maggots, bro. Like, and GI Joe the movie yeah. was fire. Like he was an integral part of that movie. Well. Well, he turned his back on us and G.I. Joe. Yeah, he did, bro. And and started sympathizing with the Iraqis. Yeah, was it the Sultan? Was he wrestling the yeah, Sultan? Yeah, the Sultan. Yeah. Uh, and then I think uh, I think this is also the SummerSlam where Warrior held Vince McMahon up uh, for money. Oh, Warrior? Really? Yeah, man. What? Where have you been? You didn't know about this? Nah, bro, but Warrior University, bro. I remember the advertisements. Wow. If you believe in yourself, bro, you like sign up for the school. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get some life lessons from Jim Helwig. But, uh, well, no, Warrior. Oh, my bad. Jim Warrior. Jim Warrior, my bad. God rest the dead, man. He's a legend. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. But, uh, but, but at, at this particular SummerSlam, he had held up Vince for money. He was like, look, I ain't gonna. And that was, they were the main events. He's like, I'm not gonna come out here and do this unless you give me this big deal. Secure the so, bag. Uh, so Vince was like, all right. I got you, Warrior. And then <laughs> right after that, he's basically like, "You're fired." Yeah. So, uh, so that's how that goes. But um, if I remember correct, I think they had the uh, they had like a bomb threat on on this SummerSlam because people were just uh, people were still buying in the kayfabe, and they really thought Sergeant Slaughter was uh, down with the Iraqis. Yeah, he's with the ops. So he's he's with the ops. That's opposition. <laughs> uh, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know, Joe Budden didn't know that ops meant opposition. Really? Yeah. And he's and he's in the rap world. Man, shout out Joe, bro. But, you know? He's a rapper. He's a rapper guy. <laughs> I wish he would be a rapper again because the dude's a beast. But oh, man, he's a rapper, bro. Once a rapper, always a rapper. Definitely. But, uh, but yeah, so that was, I remember that SummerSlam when I was really young, uh, being super stoked about that. Uh, I think that was also. I think there was a, a Macho Man and Queen Elizabeth. They got married, so it was like because I remember the advertising being like the match made in heaven. Yeah, and the match made in hell. Yeah, the so. I I can remember um Miss Elizabeth and Macho being on like Lifestyles of Rich and Famous with Robin Leach, bro. Like yeah. they was out here stunting. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't see Macho on Arsenio, <laughs> like m- mad times, mad times. But yeah, that was that was a good time for wrestling because it was like very influential in pop culture. So it was like, you know, pre-scripted or whatnot, but people still like respected it. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was a star, Macho was a star, Million Dollar Man was a star, like Honky Tonk was a star, like you know, like everybody was like almost somebody at that point. Now it's just like a lot of different dudes and shit and chicks. You know. Uh, talented dudes and chicks and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, though, man. I don't see dudes do arm drags and arm bars for, like, ten minutes of the match for for ring psychology. Um, what, SummerSlam 92 was cool. 
Yeah, uh, that was a that yeah that was I remember that one. Uh, that one was cool because uh, it was in England, so it was just different. Like the outdoor stadium in the daytime. Yes, I remember that. Just gave it like a whole different look, and I just remember watching it as a kid, just being like, "Wow, what?" Yeah, and then uh, and Bret Hart versus a British Bulldog in the main event. Them um those covers too for like the VHS when they'd come out at the video yeah. store where like they were like really epic and like super dramatic looking. Shout yeah. out to Coliseum Home Videos. Yes, shout out to them. So, uh, and and the ice cream bars. Shout out to the ice cream bars. Yeah, which were were liquid crack or those like giant figures that you could like hit people with. The wrestling buddies. The wrestling buddies, bro. Like you could hurt somebody with them. I I had two of them. Yeah, dudes didn't move. They stayed in a pose. They was just like flexing on people. Yeah, but this is all you gotta do, man. When yeah, you're the champ. My rich cousin had like all of them, and I only had one. I had uh, I had Warrior and Hulk Hogan, and I think they were they both had the world title. They're out here looking stupid because they didn't have no articulation, so they they're like just like you know side punching and flying punching dudes. It, it just didn't look right. Yeah. But the ring was lit though. Like if the you ring could, was the shit. If you could afford the ring, this uh, this is mind you pre effects. You didn't like plug in the dude to the ring. You no. like just had straight ring, and then the rope snapped, and you was it was done for. Yeah, man. No, I uh, one Christmas I did get the ring. Uh, we had put it on layaway. <laughs> That's so, uh, a, yeah. I was able to I was able to cop the ring. Um, I had WCW figures and uh, WWF guys. Did Sting so. descend from the rafters? Um, yeah. Uh, well, see, back when I had the ring, that was uh, that was old, that old Sting, blonde-haired surfer gimmick. Wow. Looking Sting. Yeah. So uh, I would just have like you know super card matches in my in my ring, like you know Sting versus Macho Man or something. Yeah, definitely, man. Like my GI Joes after a while weren't actually soldiers; they were like wrestlers. Oh yeah, no, everybody became a wrestler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Any kind of action figure became a wrestler. Yeah, the Nike box got flipped over. Um, we try to come up with some type of ring, um, but yeah, my GI Joes were all wrestlers. Oh yeah, no, yeah, everybody became a wrestler. Oh, Red Ranger, uh, yeah, you, you're, in, you're going after the Intercontinental Championship now. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Right. Oh, Tommy, we're booking you for a world title shot. Everybody knows you're more over than the Red Ranger. You got the better sword. <laughs> the better sword. <laughs> so that's yeah. I'm, they all had rich backstories. Yeah, like, man. Every character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had all kinds of feuds. My feuds are better than your feuds. <laughs> Fuck your feuds. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, uh, SummerSlam, I, it was always just like a. It's it's still to this day one of my favorite pay per views. It comes usually like the close of summer. Um, it, it's one of those pay per views that you can get people together for. It's one of the big four. Um. It's usually a, a pretty stacked card. Uh, was that a few years back? Um, that one card where uh, Brock Lesnar opened up Randy Orton's head. Oh yeah, and that's when Chris, him and Chris Joe got got into it because he thought he thought it was a shoot. Yeah. Uh. So uh, so that uh, that SummerSlam, that card was actually pretty stacked. Um, SummerSlam, that SummerSlam didn't like really live up to expectations. I guess it was kind of too long and. Uh, a lot of people were pissed about the universal title looking like a fruit roll up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of they kind of shit all over that match. But uh, Balor and Rollins put on a great match, and 
And then when you think about how uh, Rollins, uh, Balor got his shoulder fucked up and still carried through that match, it's even crazier. Deep uh, down, there's like an evil side to Seth Rollins that did it on purpose. Yeah, man, he got he got Sting out of there too. <laughs> you know what I mean? This dude injured it like an icon and like the up and coming like that guy. Like, what are you in here getting the world title shot for? Why are He's, you trying to steal my shine? Seth, Seth is an incredible athlete, but he just reminds me of like really angry, pissed off Jesus. He is. <laughs> you know, he's the son of man. He's angry, pissed off CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> Here to like win titles and like burn it down, bro. To burn it down and have great abs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Which, it. by the way, shout out to Abs Anderson <laughs> for like, bro. He went from like having like a of the beer bod to like pause. No homo. The the dude's in great shape, man. Yeah, man. Uh. That took a weird turn, bro. Yeah. I mean, nah, we can all hope for, like, abs like that, but we live in Hawaii, so that's not going to happen. Wow, man. I hope that you can stop talking about dudes' abs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, I'm just saluting, bro. I'm just saluting. All right. I guess, you know, you're not a hater. No. I am. (laughs) That's my gimmick, man. That's your gimmick? That's my gimmick, bro. It's what's getting me over right now. That's what's up, man. It's getting me over Damn, <laughs> bro. Like I don't know. We gonna, gen- I'm gonna hate my way to a belt. God, <laughs> we like generating heat like Enzo and Cash right now, bro. You know what I'm saying. Well, I don't want that heat. You don't want that. that. I don't want that heat. That's the go away with, with no, uh, with no well wishes in my future endeavors. Heat. Yeah, if they don't give you that, you know you're done, bro. And you're not gonna come back for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think Cash is ever coming back. I mean, why would they bring him back? In all honesty, they need to. They probably got the no compete. But if those guys are like, like unless he becomes some, a huge star somewhere else, then I mean, unless New Japan snags him up or somebody else, you know, Ring I mean, of Honor. I think New Japan would be a much better. Maybe I don't know, because I don't know how he's gonna hold up in the ring. But like, I think he'd have a better shot at being able to get over in New Japan. Yeah, definitely. Um. I don't know, man, like, it's just one of those things, it's like, people pick who they like, you know, and then if you do something crazy to make it bad for yourself, you know, dudes get buried or they bury themselves. Yeah, man, he should have never went into business for himself, because I think that, uh, I think that Vince, Vince probably would have, Vince liked Cass, but I don't know, me personally, I just, uh, once he got split from Enzo, that... I don't know. There was some some potential when he first started uh, coming after Daniel Bryan, and uh, he was saying that he hated Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan reminded him of like if you could kind of tap into that and just make him, uh, you know, kind of like a, a cerebral psycho. Yeah. The Empire Elbow is trash, though, fam. Big facts. Well, yeah, but Leaping I mean, Elbow, like, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it's Leaping Elbow with theatrics. That, well, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, like, you know, Hogan was the most over guy in the world for how many years with a fucking leg drop. So. Yeah. You know, like, if, if you have, especially in WWE, if you have a good enough character, you can make it work. Yeah. I mean... Just people, be passable in the ring. People hate on Mella, but she plays a role, and she's, like, really hot, so people just Oh, I, I love Mella as champ. Um, I think if she gets a little bit stronger in the ring, um, 
she could work her way towards a Hall of Fame career because she's figured out the career, uh, the the character side of it, and I think she plays that character so well, and she could be like a shit talking heel, uh, and I could see her hanging on to the belt for a while, like a kind of like using the the Ric Flair style of booking where she by hook or by crook, like she always finds a way to sneak out a win with Ric Flair it worked because he was so he was also just so awesome in the ring where if you backed him into a corner and made him wrestle like without help See, I, he I, could win I think people don't understand nowadays like you gotta have your like Toru Yanus your like Taguchis and like the guys that are just comedy you have yeah. to have a really good coward you have to have somebody that can like sell really good you gotta have like the aerial the athletes I mean, everybody wants, uh, you know, everybody is wants those Dave Meltzer five star matches all the time, and you gotta have different characters to, to do different things. Um, but I think a lot of people are just so used to the indie style of wrestling, where the heels are great in the ring, the faces yeah. are great in the ring, everybody's just doing crazy awesome moves all the time, and like that's awesome. But old school wrestling, you had your squirrely chicken shit heels you had yeah definitely you had the monster heels you had the fighting heels like you know and you and you had the white meat baby faces and you had the uh kind of just play by their own rules outlaw guys who weren't really bad guys so you kind of cheered them like the uh, like the road warriors who really just kind of kicked the shit out of people yeah your sabus you know so uh, there's there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different roles that you can play and a whole bunch of different things, a whole bunch of different ways that you can do things and people are just getting on Carmella's case because of uh, you know they don't think she's a good enough wrestler or think that she deserves it when in reality the, her character is working like a charm she could be better uh, she could be better at putting on better matches but I mean that's the, uh, WWE's. Yeah, that's not what they. I think they want from her. And yeah, I think um a lot of people. It's so funny because there's like on YouTube, there's some sites that literally, this companies have been in business for like twenty, thirty years, and it's some nobody dude that's like vicariously living through these people that they kind of like make their heroes. Yeah, and they're telling them like you should do this and you should do that. I don't think these people would be in business if not for like going off to what they know. Um, not everybody can be like I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. Huge Finn Balor. I feel like he should be the champion, but they don't want to do the rock and roller thing with him. They want to make him like wearing the LGBT rainbow stuff and smiling a lot. And that dude needs to be a shit talker. He's small. Yeah. So he needs to have goons. He needs to be like jumping people with other people. Yeah. You know? And uh Maybe eventually. No, it'll happen. It's just I think because he's very marketable and you know, I mean, shout out to Finn. Got to talk to him briefly right when he was Prince Devitt before yeah. making the transition. So shout out that dude. He saluted one of the songs. But, like, yeah, it's like uh, I think the business, though, at the same time is very dictated by the fans and what people are chiming in with their comments. And then it kind of shifts that way. So that's why when people say, oh, Omega and the Bucks shouldn't sign, that's BS. People want them to be there. They're going to be there eventually because they're just too valuable commodity for people yeah. not to and the WWE would be stupid not to have minds like that like involved and stuff because they're literally changing the business outside oh yeah 
you know, had they been coming up maybe in this system now, they wouldn't be able to do it. So I think it's like a, it's almost like college and a stopping point before they move on to bigger stuff. So basically what you're saying is that you're all in. Yes, I'm definitely all in. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like for real, which I wish I could go there. I, I I thought it was in California, and I found out it's in Chicago. What? Where do you get your news, bro? Bro, I don't. You know, I just figured the last few like New Japan specials were in like the SoCal area, but nah. And do you even do you even do you even BTE, bro? Yeah, definitely, man. Do you even BTE? I definitely, man. Shout out them boys, man. That's like just mad entertaining. Like it gives you more perspective other than, you know. No kayfabe involved in that. And they create little storylines, but nah, them, them boys is mad entertaining. Yeah, man. So They're fellow artists. I mean, it motivates, you know, me and Quali. We, we do Plain Ride, which is basically a musical homage to, like, rustling and that culture. And, bruh, if it wasn't for dudes like us, you know, the West Side Guns, the Conways, the people that are really into it, I... I thought I felt weird about it, shouting it out so much, because we, we talk a lot about it in our music, but yeah. that's what we know, and it's awesome source material. Yeah, man, wrestle wrestle rap is a real thing. Also, shout out to Wrestle Rap. Follow them. Smoke Dizza. On Twitter and Instagram and everywhere. Everywhere there's social media. Follow us on Instagram yeah. and Twitter, at Champ Podcast on both spots. Um, all right, man, I think we're going to wrap it up. This has been Sirens. Yes. I'm Quali. Plane Ride. Plane Ride. Wrestling. MTC Mixtape. Too Sweet Me When You See Me. I mean, we're out. <laughs>